It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be a fantastic and amazing show. I'll be introducing my guest shortly, and I promise this is going to be a lot of fun. It'll be great. I want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I usually do this every single week. And before I forget, this episode is brought to you by Phone Sites. With Phone Sites, you can build a website or sales funnel from your mobile device in five minutes or less without any technical skills or without downloading an app. Try it free for 14 days at phonesites.com forward slash Brian. That's P-H-O-N-E-S-I-T-E-S, phonesites.com forward slash B-R-I-A-N. The topic of associations comes up a lot on the show, and rightfully so. In order to do what you dream of doing, you have to level up your connections and be around people who have done what you want to do, people who think big, and people who support your vision in one way or another. I've made a conscious effort to be around people who are like this in my life, and it's changed everything for the better, not only in the last five or six years, but even in the last 12 months or so. A big thinking person will never make fun of your dreams, but instead might ask you some guiding questions to help you clarify what you want and perhaps steer you in a direction that can help you to make that happen. Some people will clap when you win and others will be secretly happy when you fail. Know the difference and make every effort to be around those who lift you up and inspire you all the time. You will be so glad you did. If you've not picked up my latest book, it's called Success Profiles, Conversations with High Achievers, Volume 2. It is on Amazon. You can get the Kindle version for 99 cents. You can get the paperback version if you like. I would love it if you would pick it up. It is a compilation of some of the best interviews from this very show, including Kevin Harrington, Chris Powell, Dan Locke, Brad Sugars, and so many more. You won't regret it. 99 cents. What, what else can you get for 99 cents? Not a whole lot. Get the book on Amazon. You'll be glad you did. My guest this week returning is Doug Vermeeren. Let me tell you a little bit about him. Uh, over the last two decades, Doug has conducted extensive firsthand research into the lives of the world's top achievers. He's learned the success strategies of top business leaders from Nike, Reebok, Fruit of the Loom, FedEx, KFC, United Airlines, Microsoft, Disney, and many more. And in fact, several uh, media types have referred to him as the modern-day Napoleon Hill. In addition, he has produced and directed three of the top ten personal development movies ever made, including The Opus, The Gratitude Experiment, and The Treasure Map. He also recently produced the movie How Thoughts Become Things, which came out last year, which is being billed as the sequel to The Secret. He's authored three books in the Guerrilla Marketing series. He's the creator of Personal Power Mastery, and he's been on all the media outlets that you could even possibly imagine. I am so excited to bring back my very special guest, Doug Vermeeren. Doug, welcome to the show. How are you today? It's awesome to be with you, Brian. Thanks. You're so very welcome. I love asking first, did you envision early in your life that you would be where you are now? Well, to be honest with you, when I was uh, much younger, I didn't even know there was a such thing as, as what I'm doing now. <laughs> mm -hmm. I had no idea what my career would lead me. Uh, tell you the truth, I think probably like most little boys my age, I wanted to be Spider-Man. That was it. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to be Superman. I remember 
uh, mom letting me uh, tie a blanket around my neck with a clothespin, and I jumped off a furniture to try to pretend I was flying. It was funny. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I had a pair of shoes that had Bionic written on the bottom. That's as close as I got. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. I love that. Bionic Man was the bomb. That's it. That's it. That's hilarious. It is hilarious. So tell us, what do you think your rock bottom moment was, and how'd you get out of it? Well, you know, what's interesting is I think I've had probably a few rock bottom uh, moments. Um, you know, if I'm looking at kind of how I would define myself out of all the titles that I would use, I would probably say entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And, uh, one of the things that a lot of people don't really understand is how much that title is connected to the word persistence. And so I've, I've had a lot of failures. I've had, um, you know, I guess starting out even just, uh, you know, with, with my parents and those surrounding me, I didn't know, again, uh, that a person could be an entrepreneur. I was training for the rat race diligently, and I was trying to do my best in school, but failing dismally. And, um, and that was probably my first experience about really feeling like I wasn't going to make it. <laughs> I wasn't going to wow. be able to do anything. Wow. And then, you know, we've had other experiences along the way where we've really hit some big highs. And then suddenly there was a reversal either in the marketplace or in a circumstance or in something that caused us to pivot. In fact, COVID's a great example that I think a lot of people have hit. But um, I think when you can when you can learn to pivot, sometimes you discover gold where you never knew you had it. And you mm. can sometimes create something better than you ever started out to. Yeah. Oh, I love that you said that because I think everything is supernaturally ordained somehow or another. You are down a path to learn something or to get a lesson out of it. And I think those who are really successful seek the lesson and they find it. In fact, I mean, even the Bible says, if you ask for wisdom, you'll get it. So did you find that something like that was true for you too? Well, you know, what's interesting is I think my, what's the way we want to say this? My key to wisdom came in a really unique way. And Mm. I guess the way that I'd kind of express it is, You've heard everyone say that your network equals your net worth. Mm-hmm. The reality is, is, I believe that before your network can ever like graduate to that level of net worth, it needs to first become your safety net. And so one of the biggest lessons and ahas for me was when I was 19, I started going out and interviewing some of the top uh, thought leaders. And, and more specifically, my time was with the top business leaders and entrepreneurs. So I got to some of the heads of some of the biggest companies, some that you mentioned in my bio, but these are the guys that became my peers. So you've heard that idea that you become like the five people you spend the most time with. And so really it was a whole new perspective as I began to really raise the standards of who my connections were. And and I think this is also important to kind of look at this idea of, again, the safety net. Well, the reality is, is the way that I solved problems on my own was, again, limited to what I understood and knew. But the minute that I started spending time with, you know, literally multi multi millionaires and billionaires, people that created international brands that were recognized around the world, like they just have a different way of thinking about things entirely. And yeah. so my perspective changed. And, um, you know, obviously, as I got to see that part of my thinking, my belief even in myself changed and everything literally took off. So that that's really my big ahas, you know, trusting in those around you and then seeking out better relationships. So in your experience, how do some of these people think differently than the rest of us? I mean, they they have higher achievements. They have better world-class results. What makes them think differently than everyone else? Well, I guess a better question is how much time do you have? Because there's so many ways that they think different and so many, uh, you know, I mean, okay, so let's just throw down a few. I think sure. one of the big things that I notice about sort of the average person is that they they really look to try and make things 
correct before they launch. Mm. Whereas a top achiever is not a perfectionist, they're an improviser and they recognize that they need to get started. In other words, to, in order to see what's not working, right? So that's probably, you know, one of the first things is they have no fear, even if things aren't perfect. And, uh, and that, that was a really big aha for me. Another thing that I think is interesting is, you know, I guess, in fact, here's maybe even a funny story to share it this way. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so when I was first starting my very first business, literally before I made my first million bucks, I was bit by the entrepreneur bug. I mean, yes. I was hanging around with all these millionaires and billionaires. So I knew I wanted to do a business just like what they had shown. And so I had an idea for a business and um, you've heard this saying, take a millionaire for lunch. So I quickly called up one of my multimillionaire friends at the time and said, can I take you to lunch? Can I pick your brain on this business that I'm looking to do? Now, remember, I was only 19 at the time. So he right. said, sure, let's do this. And I went to lunch with him and I started talking about my company. And I said, um, how can I find customers? How can I do the marketing? How can I get the distribution? How can I uh, come up with some packaging? How can I make a logo? And all of these questions. And it's kind of funny. He sat there patiently. And then he kind of, when I was done, basically said, well, I can tell you're going to start a really small company. And I was like, what? No way. I was totally offended. I'm like, there's no way. I, I'm going to start the biggest company ever. This is going to be amazing. And he just kind of calmly looked at me again. He goes, no, you're going to start a very small company. Mm. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, how, how can you say that? He said, well, it's because you're asking selfish questions. Oh. So what do you mean by that? He goes, well, you're asking, how can I, how should I, how will I, all these I, I questions. Then he pointed out that real wealth or success in anything, whether it's business or any other venture, he says, is always created by a team. So he said, the question that you need to ask if you ever want to get big is never how can I, so for example, how can I find customers? The question you need to ask is who who has my customers or who can help me with my marketing or who knows my demographics or who, whatever, right? He says, the minute that you are a, a cog in the wheel, you become the clog in the wheel. And for me, that was just a, a really important thing. So now whenever I'm building a business and thinking about a business, uh, it's funny because I work with a ton of entrepreneurs. Generally, ones without experience will start looking at how they can solve these problems. That's their first go-to. Mm -hmm. But top entrepreneurs actually ask a different question. What are the assets and resources? Who are the influencers I have available to me? Who are the people with the skill sets that I have available? It's kind of like what Steve Jobs said. He said, we don't hire smart people and tell them what to do. We hire smart people so they can tell us what to do. So I'm really always on a constant mission rather than looking for like finding my onesies and twosies and my customers. I'm looking for who really can help me speed this thing forward in a hurry. And um, it's all about the relationships, right? That's that's the whole thing. I love that. That's fantastic. We've got a couple of minutes to our very, very first break. And I would love to ask, uh, what is your big why? Why do you do what you do? Well, that's a great question. And honestly, I think my why changed. Um, you know, in the beginning, obviously, I was a broke kid <laughs> coming from a broke neighborhood. And, and yeah. I haven't seen anything. So I wanted to kind of prove something to myself that... I guess at the time, my net worth was attached to my self-worth a little bit, and that's definitely not wrong, That or, or that's definitely not right. It's a temporary thing, right? Like, as soon mm -hmm. as we get that, we've got to find better self-worth. But I think my why now is really about giving back and building legacy and helping other yeah. entrepreneurs just like myself to grow. And, um, and I find a lot of value and fulfillment in being able to support people like that. 
That's absolutely fantastic. We are coming up against our very, very first break. My very special guest this week is Doug Vermeeren, and we are going to talk about a lot of stuff. We're going to talk about building wealth. We're going to talk about the movie that came out last year that he produced, How Thought Became, How Thoughts Become Things. I interviewed quite a few people in that movie, and some of them appeared on my show in June, including John Asaroff, Dr. Joe Vitale, John Demartini. Uh, a lot of people in that movie. Fantastic. And then later on, we're going to talk about his new entrepreneur coaching program, which is designed to help entrepreneurs level up in a way that they've never leveled up before. We will talk about all of this when we come back. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Don't go away. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. It's marching One evening in 1929, William Lear and Elmer Wavering of Quincy, Illinois, were out driving with their girlfriends. One of the girls suggested it would be even more romantic if they could listen to music. The guys liked the idea and started tinkering with installing a home radio in the car. They sold their idea to a radio manufacturing company and applied for a loan with a local banker to get production started. Thinking it might sweeten the deal, they installed one of their new radios in the banker's vehicle. Unfortunately, the banker's car caught on fire and they didn't get the loan. They must have felt like Dunder Klumpens. Not giving up, they drove to a radio convention and sat outside in the car with the radio blasting. Soon orders were pouring in and taking a cue from the Victrola because their radio was going in a car. They called it the Motorola. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time, you may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.briankwright.com for more information. Once again, that's briankwright.com. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Doug Vermeeren. And we're going to talk about some amazing things Coming right up, I do want to say if you've not downloaded and subscribed to Success Profiles Radio on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, please do so. That would be awesome and amazing. I would love to have your feedback. So, Doug, I would love to ask about how you develop high-level relationships because you are very well connected to a lot of amazing, amazing people. How do you do that? Well, again, I think it goes back to what you and I were um, talking about, funny enough, on the break, too, is that connecting and having these relationships. A lot of people say right now that, um, you know, the idea of sales is the mm-hmm. high 
value skill. But it's not. The highest value skill, the highest value of all, is to learn how to create and maintain high-level relationships. You probably heard that proverb that the Russians use that say, it's better to have a, a hundred friends than a million rubles. And, mm-hmm. and that's the truth. Like I've had so many of my friends, they've been the ones to open doors and everything else. And, you know, we're talking about, again, this idea of sales. Well, you can go out and you can try and sell a thousand people or you can go find somebody who has already got those thousand people uh, as loyal, trusting customers who would definitely buy from you. So the quickest way to really grow your wealth, to really grow your business is is all about relationships. And that's been the way that we've, you know, I mean, it's funny because this year's my first year. Uh, we're doing $14 million in passive income. But wow. I don't really sell much. I just build really good relationships with people who have the networks that allow us to expand quickly. That's that's really what it's all about, right? Yes, absolutely. And, and meeting high-level people means going where they hang out. It means going to events. Uh, it may, might mean if you're trying to connect with particular people, find out where they're speaking and go to those events. I know somebody who went to an event, I think in Puerto Rico, for the express purpose of meeting one person who was speaking there. Didn't have an interest in being at the conference. He wanted to meet that one person. So he spent his money, he invested his money, got in a plane, went to the event, and got a five-minute conversation with him in the hallway. And they did business together after that. It was amazing. Yeah, and that's a great way to do it. In fact, even at our events, I've got a lot of people that come just to meet some of the high-level people that we have. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've got people like at our entrepreneur events for our certified entrepreneur coaches. We've got everybody from like the founders of FedEx, the founder of uh, Reebok, Ugg Boots, people that have done like worked on the marketing teams for companies like Uber. Uh, You know, I mean, we've got some of the biggest names in entrepreneurship that are out there. And the reality is, is, you know, I mean, sometimes it's hard to get past a gatekeeper if you're just mm-hmm. kind of in cold turkey. But when you can get these guys' ear, like we've had some of our students who have reached out to some of our people at these events, and they've they've brought them on their board of directors, or they've helped, you know, they've connected with them so they could get help finding venture capital. And like, I mean, it's it's insane. But um, you know, one of the cool things about this too is it's not just the events where you're meeting people. There's a lot of other opportunities that are out there, and I'll never forget that. You know, really, one of the first ways that I learned this is when I first started doing these interviews again as a 19 year old, I had this fellow that I was meeting with pretty much weekly. And he was a multi, multi millionaire. Uh, he made his money uh, in oil and gas, but he'd invented and designed several things that were used in the oil and gas industry just to make everybody's life easier. And I'll never forget about six months in, he said, um, You know, you've asked me a ton of questions on success and all of these things, but there's one question you haven't asked that's going to change everything. Mm. And so, what's that? And he said, well, you haven't asked me who else I know that you should talk to. And so um, really these introductions from people at high levels are what's opened the door for me to get to so many of these big names that I've met. But here's the thing is you got to remember that, you know, people generally won't surrender their contact list to you or make introductions unless they can trust you. Right. Part of that means that you need to be clear in your mission. So if you're asking, like if someone came to me right now and asked for an introduction to say Chris Brown, who's the co-founder of Ted Baker or Joe Foster, who's the guy who who founded Reebok, right? I'd want to know, like, what are you going to do with my friends? (laughs) Right. Right? I'm not just going to send you to them just because you want to meet one of them or even one of my movie star friends. Like one of my really, really close buddies is Sean Cannon, who was on um, Karate Kid Part 3. And you're gonna, you'll see him soon on Cobra Kai. And he just finished a movie a couple of weeks ago with Bruce Willis. Anyways, big star, right? He's mm-hmm. on his 
doing amazing things. And I've got a lot of friends that have said, I'd love to connect with him. Well, you know what? I'm not going to put him on the phone with you unless I kind of know what you're planning, right? right? I don't want to be embarrassed, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. No, I totally understand that. People have asked me for my connections, like, hey, I want to be connected to so-and-so. And I do feel compelled to ask, well, can I ask why? I'm not trying to be nosy, but I want to respect the other person's time. And that's huge, too, respecting someone else's time. I hate having my time wasted. I know you do, and so do all these other people. Absolutely. And, and you know what's funny is I got, I, I've got a pretty interesting story about that. Like yeah. when I was doing my interviews initially as a 19-year-old, sometimes what I would do, and funny enough, I mean, at the time, this was sort of a little bit pre-internet, so I'm not – you know, I mean, I've been around right. for a while. So anyways, I, I got access to one fellow and I, I won't mention which company, but uh, definitely a brand everybody here knows. And I said, I'd love to meet with you. Is there any way I can somehow get 15 minutes? And he said, sure. So I met him and no kidding. He pulled out a stopwatch on the table and he set it down, said, you got 15 minutes, go. And literally, I thank goodness I had questions and, and I was prepared and I was good to go. I asked him the questions and I was able to solve it within that 15 minute time. And he stopped the watch. At the end, he said, you know what? You passed the test. And I said, really? What do you mean? He's like, that's it. I get sometimes people who say 15 minutes and the reality is, is they, they aren't prepared and they can't do it. And so we spend the first 10 minutes trying to figure out what the heck they want to talk about. Right. Says, you passed the test. Needless to say, the second meeting I had with him, he went into detail a little bit more. And he said, a lot of times people do this one hour meeting kind of thing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he said, you know, the reason why we do that is we've learned that in school and in education that to learn, say, social studies or math or whatever it is, it takes an hour. And he says, the reality is we've been trained that a business meeting then therefore must take an hour. And that's why when people get together, they sp- spend the first 15 minutes bullcrapping about the weather, the local sports team and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. And then they talk business for 15 minutes and then they got to fill the next 15 minutes. So, you know, I mean, let's talk about whatever's going on beyond that. What are you doing today? Are you going to the zoo with the kids or like what's like all irrelevant stuff? Mm-hmm. And so if people really get focused, they can actually do a lot more in that time. Now, what's been interesting as I learned that principle, that now when I show up for meetings and I'm totally prepared and I, you know, I cut to to exactly what we need to talk about, I actually get access to many more top achievers because they're more inclined to trust me with their friends. Yes. And I might also mention that now that I've got a little bit of success behind me, um, you also teach people how to treat you. Yes. So, if you approach something like that, where if somebody's asking for time and you make sure that you're sticking to the schedule and you qualify them in this way and all that, you're going to start teaching people that, you know, sort of how they should respond to you. And I think that that's a really important lesson as well. Yeah, it absolutely is. Let's talk a little bit about movie making. We'll talk, we'll talk about your certified entrepreneur coaching program here in a short while, but I would love to ask, how do you find inspiration for the movies that you make? Wow. Okay. So we've done four of them now. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the first one, the Opus, to be quite frank, um, you know, I had, I was still doing all these interviews with the top achievers. Yeah. And uh, I'd also interviewed a lot of thought leaders and became friends with many of the top guys that are out there. And uh, at the time, The Secret had just come out and it was really popular. And so I knew all those speakers from the film. But I wanted to share something different than what The Secret had. I didn't want it to be so law of attraction based, but rather what I'd learned with the top achievers, very action oriented, very specific skill set oriented to create success. So I called up, you know, got Jack Canfield and Mark Victor Hansen and Joe Vitale and John DiMartini, all, all the gang anyways, and did that first movie. 
And uh, it it just was amazing. And I, I've always been involved in film and TV, um, not only as a fan, but also that's what I took in school. And so when that did so well, we did, um, you know, two others immediately after the gratitude experiment. We brought in people like Bob Proctor and John Gray, who did Men Are From Mars and this kind of thing. Yep. And then we did the treasure map that focused on how to make money. And um, that really kind of led to doing this latest movie, How Thoughts Become Things. And each one of them really is kind of connected to what I learned in my visits with those original entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I, th I think the thing that maybe sets our movies apart is, yeah, I mean, they, they do have that feel good element about them. Right. And we mm -hmm. want to be motivated, but I wanted to give them so much more. You see, it's not enough to just feel good about a message. You have to be able to take it away and do something with it. So that's yeah. kind of been our mission in making these movies. How can we create something that's that's really going to change someone's circumstance? And that's right. that's kind of the, the 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 thing we've tried to do. Absolutely. What what were your challenges early on when you were making How Thoughts Become Things? Well, every every single movie, every one of our movies has uh, its own complications and challenges. And I'm not talking just bloopers. I mean, we've got those too. But every movie has its its thing, right? Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's funny. I um when I when I was in involved in learning movies and stuff like this, I I had a, a a teacher at school who basically said that you know movies are never finished; they're <clears throat> they're just abandoned. Mm. Meaning that you kind of reach this stage where <laughs> you've got to kind of say, <clears throat> "I can't be perfect with it anymore. I've got to accept it as it is," and um. That's been tough. <laughs> yeah. That's been really tough, right? So sometimes, you know, like with how thoughts become things, how this kind of relates to that is, as you can imagine, you get a guy like Bob Proctor who's in the film and you get him for a full day and you can ask him any questions you want. And I've now got like eight hours of footage, right? Mm -hmm. And then you do the same thing with a guy like Joe Vitale. And then you go do that with John Osroff or John Martini or whoever else, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Dennis Waitley, all these guys. So how do you now build that into like a, a shorter movie because right. everybody gave you so much gold, right? They gave you so yeah. much awesome stuff. How, how do you really find what to leave out? Because everything is so awesome and essential. That was my, yeah. probably my biggest challenge, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. I want to ask, we've got about two minutes or so to our next break. How important is gratitude in the creative process? Wow. You know, it's funny because when we did the movie, the gratitude experiment, the biggest thing that I learned is whatever you're grateful for expands, right? Mm. And yes. that's really big challenge too for many people is that most people are generally only grateful when things are going right. Yeah. Um, I think you've got to be, how should we say, you've got to have gratitude in, not gratitude for, which means that we're we're grateful for the things that occur independent of everything else. Yeah. Right. And when gratitude is attached to an external circumstance or say the money that we've got or everything else, that's when again, um, you know, you can be let down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. That that's profound. I really like that because I, I think it has to come from within. If you're looking at outer circumstances or outer things to make you happy, you're bound to be disappointed because life just doesn't happen in a straight line. We will come right back. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we're talking to Doug Vermeer, and we're going to talk about his certified entrepreneur coach program. When we come back, we're going to talk about why it's important to work with a high-level coach, not just any coach, because there are a lot of people out there who are wannabe coaches, and there are some people who maybe you're just doing this as a hobby. You need someone who's been there, done that, and they're still doing it. We're going to talk about all of that and so much more when we come back. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Don't go away. We will come right back on the other side.
The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time, you may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.briankwright.com for more information. Once again, that's briankwright.com. Reaching out from the heartland of the United States with quality programming, this is Toginet Radio. If you are in business, what is the number one thing that stops revenue growth? Not having enough leads. Data is the new gold rush. With phone sites, that is never an issue. You can generate as many leads as you want without paying a lead broker. With phone sites, you can build a website or sales funnel from your mobile device in five minutes or less without any technical skills or without downloading an app. It's easy and you have nothing to lose. Try it for free for 14 days at phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Once again, that's phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Doug Vermeer. And if you've not subscribed to Success Profiles Magazine, you can do that by going to successprofilesmagazine.com. You can uh, read any issue that we've ever done all the way back to December 2017 when Kevin Harrington was on the very first cover. And you can choose your subscription option at the bottom of the page. I would be honored if you would do that. There's a lot of fantastic material there. You just can't go wrong. Successprofilesmagazine.com. So, Doug, you have a new coaching program. It is called the Certified Entrepreneur Coach Program. Tell us about this. Well, here's the thing is that, you know, over the year 2020 with COVID, there's been more people become entrepreneurs than ever before than the history of the world. In fact, uh, a recent study that I, I read said that there's more than 5 million 48 or 548 million new entrepreneurs last year, which means 1.5 million new entrepreneurs per day. Mm. Now, here's the thing is, is most of the business coaches that are out there, to be realistic, are not prepared to deal with what we call the entrepreneur revolution. Mm. Most business uh, coaches are trained in very traditional rules, uh, uh, traditional ways of looking at business, you know, business hours, local business, uh, you know, get licensed to do business in your community and all of these kind of things. Mm -hmm. But if you look at what, you know, is working for entrepreneurs now, I mean, there is no boundaries. You can start at any age. You don't need any qualifications. You can do business in any part of the world. You also can hire and outsource people from anywhere in the world to help you. And there's, there's again, really no rules. And so actually what we have done, as, as you remember in the beginning, I actually have interviewed more than 400 of the world's top business leaders and entrepreneurs. So I actually mm -hmm. reached out to these people. Again, I'm talking like the founders of so many incredible companies 
that have created multi-billion dollar brands. Mm -hmm. And I said, would you be interested to work with me to create the ultimate coaching program for entrepreneurs? And they're all saying yes. And we've just got scads of people that are helping us. Like I said, from some of the biggest companies that are out there. So we've now got more resources for entrepreneurs than any other source. And then I should mention what we have done is we are locking up that network. So I've gone out and I've gotten the legal protection all behind all the terms, entrepreneur coach, entrepreneur coaching, uh, all of this. So we mm. own those categories. And by nice. the way, I might mention that if you are a business coach and you're looking to graduate up to the level of helping entrepreneurs, I'm looking for coaches right now. And Good. we certainly can train you. And that means that you're going to have access to some of these biggest names, like people that uh, literally have have created brands like everything from Expedia to Hotels.com to the people behind Marriott to Disney to you. Like, I mean, the, the, the lessons that they have to teach about business are so, so powerful. So, you know, again, what I've kind of seen is a lot of these business coaches that are in the marketplace today are generally guys. They've read one or two books on starting a business and they call themselves a coach or they've maybe, you know, built a little business, maybe six figures, possibly seven. But that's not what's required today. We need somebody who really understands a global marketplace. And that's the, yeah. the big benefit for what we do differently. Absolutely. So what are some of the benefits of working with a high level coach like this? Well, the reality is, is, you know, you can only solve problems to the extent that somebody understands them. Right. And yeah. so if, if you're really involved in building a business for yourself, the challenge, I think, with, uh, again, a lot of startups is that, you know, what do they say that if you start right, it's easy to stay right. If you start wrong, it can be very expensive to fix. So in my opinion, I think the best thing that you can do for yourself and your business is, number one, take it seriously. Right. Mm hmm. And and start correctly, which means that you want to provide the best resources that you can for your business to grow. Now, just to kind of share again, some of the people that we've got that are on our faculty are, that are sharing advice include the founders of companies like Ugg Boots or the co-founders of Kajabi or the, the founder uh, of FedEx or uh, of Reebok or Nike or like these are guys that understand business like big business, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So if you could have someone like that in your corner helping you to avoid pitfalls and mistakes and coaches that are trained under the support of these people, then why would you ever go elsewhere, right? Why would right. you be looking for somebody else? And I should mention that a few of the other things that we've assembled that are incredible is we've also got such things as uh, I've got a list of... Uh, close to 2,000 venture capital people uh, from around the world who will invest in companies just like yours. So if you're looking for money or support, we've also partnered with things like Entrepreneur Success Magazine and some of the biggest people out there. So we've got ways that we can get your, your business recognition and out there so people are aware of it. Uh, we've also uh, partnered with several of the other major influencers in the entrepreneur space. So we've got access for pretty much anything a person could want to take their business to the next level. And I should mention that one of the deals that we just recently did was with the Global Entrepreneurs Association, where they've got chapters all over the world. And our coaching program, even as we speak, is undergoing translations in Spanish, Finnish, Norwegian, Swedish, Danish, uh, Russian, Mandarin Chinese, German, and Dutch. And I've got meetings tomorrow to have it go into Poland and Bulgaria. Wow. And so Here's the deal. Because entrepreneurs are such a global community, 
Um, we are, as far as I'm aware, the only organization that has the ability to help you take your business worldwide, to take mm. into these new markets and get the support that you need to grow it. Now, that really brings up the question, what if you're an entrepreneur, but you don't really want to go that large? Yeah. That's cool. We've got lots of opportunities and resources for you, too. And nowadays, especially when we're talking about, you know, even the labor part or systems that you might want. Um, there's a lot of things you can do internationally, but still stay local, meaning you can like we can show you how to partner with people in other countries to to really expand what you're doing and support you, say, for your social media or your distribution channels or any of the other things that you've got going. So um, it's it's just awesome. Right. We've got so many so many things for entrepreneurs. Wow, I love that. That's absolutely fantastic. So if somebody is thinking or is a coach or is thinking about wanting to expand, there's this whole debate about is being certified really necessary? Where I mean, your your entrepreneur coaches are certified. What makes them stand out? Well, one of the, one of the big things that we do that's totally different with our program than any others, uh, we are dedicated to raising the standard. So here's the deal. When, when people come in and they train with us, uh, obviously, we've got a very structured curriculum that they would go through. In fact, um, it, it generally takes people about three months to get certified just because of all the tools and materials they have to go through. But they also must score a minimum of 80% on all the assessments that we have. And now, obviously, we've got support to help them get that level of success. And there's, you know, tools and things that we use to do that. But we don't just want anybody coaching out there. If you think about it, um, a family that during COVID has already lost so much and now they want to start a business to hopefully put bread on the table. Yeah. They can't risk some Yahoo coach that doesn't know what the heck they're doing to give them advice where they could possibly lose. In fact, I've heard numerous stories of people running into troubles because of a coach that didn't know what they were doing. Um, and funny, I'm not just talking about like hiring a fitness coach that makes you injured because, you know, he gives you the wrong exercises. I'm talking about I've seen a business coach give bad advice where they literally had somebody lose their home. And wow. I think that that's just terrible, right? Like you cannot afford to take those chances. So if you are serious about being in business, if you're like legit committed to creating something that's going to care for your family, you need to do it right. And um, it's just the same as if you were to be a doctor and go to school, you need to do it right. And so I'm going to suggest that, you know, for those who who really understand, you know, that this business for them, whatever they're doing is, you know, is the most important thing to them, then you need to get a certified coach. Yeah. And uh, you need also, I believe, um, just the way that I also made my first million, you also need these mentors that I've brought in. So mm -hmm. really that's kind of what we've looked at is what are all the pieces that you need to make a business work? And we've assembled them all. And then naturally with these mentors, I don't think you're you're going to find anything comparable to this anywhere. I mean, the reality is, is, let's just be frank for a minute. There are programs out there where you've got personal development people who are teaching you how to build a business. But the reality is, is they've got one program after another to sell you. Once you mm -hmm. bought this program, here's another one, right? Yep. But when we're dealing with, say, somebody like, you know, the creators of Ted Baker or the creators of Reebok, I mean, they are not personal development people. They do not have programs to sell. They're there to serve. And when we bring people, you know, who qualify to be part of our programs, um, they have success literally because we've got all the tools and the people that we've got in our in our faculty are actually legitimately there to serve, not sell programs.
That's so fantastic. It's, yeah. It's really different. So how can we find out more about this, whether we want to study with a coach or whether we want to be a coach? Well, the, the easiest place is just to head online to certifiedentrepreneurcoach.com. And from there, we've got some free gifts for people. There's actually nothing for sale on the website, but you can book, again, an application call. And, um, you know, for our coaches and also for our businesses, uh, we're looking for people that really have the potential to help. Like, if I'm being totally honest, there's some businesses that honestly are not great businesses and we don't want to work with those. But if there's a business that's got the ability to make great capital returns, to scale a, a business that's serving an underserved niche or something where they've got something super different that can create a meaningful customer experience, we can help those kind of businesses explode. And yeah. then for those that are interested to be coaches, uh, there's never been a better time in the history of the world. Like I said, right now, the average day, there's 1.5 million people becoming an entrepreneur today, like every yeah. day. And and that means that they're going to need coaches. And if you think of that analogy of the gold rush, yeah, you, you've heard that, again, that people who went in the 1840s to go prospect for gold, I mean, there were a lot of them that did all right, and there were some that did okay, and then some that didn't do well. But those that supported the prospectors, that's where the real money was made. So if you're looking for an opportunity right now, maybe 2020 kind of threw you a curveball, and 2021, the same thing, reach out to us because our coaches are doing extremely well, and we train you, and we support you, and we want you to be successful. So we've got your back, mm -hmm. and I've got tons of tools to show you how to find everything from people to coach to uh, positioning yourself in the marketplace as a top coach. And we've got all kinds of really amazing stuff. And, and as you can imagine, if you stand up at, say, a networking event and there's a business coach that says, I can help you with your business and I've been in business two years and I've done this, that, and the other. And then you can stand up and say, yeah, I just got off the phone this morning with Brian Smith, the founder of Ugg Boots, and he told me a really good strategy on growing your business. Who do you think they're going to pick? Dang it. Right. right. So this is the tools we can give you. So if you're serious about being a coach, um, definitely, this is a program that's second to none. Definitely. Absolutely. I love that. And you can go to certifiedentrepreneurcoach.com. Is that correct? Yes, it is. Fantastic. We are coming up to our final break. I can't believe how fast this is going. And, and it's always so much fun hanging out with you, Doug. This is absolutely amazing. We will come right back on the other side. This is Success Profiles Radio. And when we come back, I'm going to ask Doug a few more really amazing questions. I want to ask him how to identify a good opportunity. I'm going to ask him how he decides what to say yes or no to. I'm going to ask him how he sets up his day for success. All the stuff you want to know, because if you want to become highly successful, you need to take advice from the people who are already successful. That's what the whole point of this show is. We're going to come right back on the other side. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Don't go away. We will be right back. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. If you are in business, what is the number one thing that stops revenue growth? Not having enough leads. Data is the new gold rush. 
With phone sites, that is never an issue. You can generate as many leads as you want without paying a lead broker. With phone sites, you can build a website or sales funnel from your mobile device in five minutes or less without any technical skills or without downloading an app. It's easy and you have nothing to lose. Try it for free for 14 days at phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Once again, that's phonesites.com forward slash Brian. This is the Tokinet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. It's marching down the herd. It's summertime, and you know what that means. Attack of the Mosquitoes. Other names for the mosquito are Galley Nipper, Katie Nipper, Gabber Napper, and Gelly Whopper. A quote from the 1906 book The Parsons Boys asserts that Galley Nippers are so called because at each nip they took a gallon. Mitzi is a deceptively cute shortening of mosquito that might be heard in Ohio. If you're in Virginia and hear someone complaining about cousins, they might have annoying relatives, or they might just be talking about mosquitoes. Why do they call mosquitoes cousins? Because there are so many and they stick so close. But whatever you call them, all this begs the question, why didn't Noah swap those two mosquitoes? It's marching down. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Doug Vermeer. And once again, if you have not picked up my latest book, Success Profiles, Conversations with High Achievers, Volume 2, it's on Amazon. It's 99 cents. You can't even beat that. And down the stretch we come, the final segment. So, Doug, I would love to ask, how do you identify a good opportunity? Because clearly you've taken advantage of a lot of them, but I'm sure you're presented with a lot of really horrible ones all the time. So how do you how do you identify the right ones? Well, you know, first of all, by the way, this is kind of funny. I actually have a system with our team to kind of send the crappy ones to them so they can vet them a little bit. Yes. But yeah, I do have a lot of people present opportunities. And a lot of times they're really good, especially when I'm dealing with so many awesome entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And there's many that I've invested in or that we've been able to help them assemble what we call the dream team. Mm -hmm. But let me give you, there's really kind of seven things that I personally look for. The first question I always ask is, will it give me a sense of fulfillment? The reality is, is, um, you know, you've got to ask this question about fulfillment because sometimes you can really kind of get stuck doing stuff that doesn't really give you a sense of validation, right? So one of my mentors mentioned to me once that he said, you should always ask the question, does it feed your family and will it feed your soul? And so if you've got to put time into this, is it something that you're really like from a legacy point of view? Are you going to be happy you did when all is said and done? So that's really one of the first questions I ask. The next is I ask, is the time right or is this an opportunity that has a future, right? Now, that's one of the big questions when we're looking at the certified entrepreneur training to offer it to people uh, as coaches. Like, this is the best time in the entire history of the world to become an entrepreneur. I mean, all the technology is coming and converging on itself. I mean, even from your smartphone, you can literally make millions of dollars because all the tools are there and the technology is only getting better. So obviously that's an opportunity with a future. Number three, I always ask, 
is this opportunity accessible? Meaning, do I have to have a certain spe special set of skills or abilities to participate? Do I need a whole pile of money to get involved? Is it like, how accessible could I start with it? And by the way, that's the other reason I like entrepreneurship because right now anybody from anywhere can do it. In fact, it was interesting, and you might want to Google this if you're listening to, to this idea, but um, take a look at the youngest millionaires now, and you'll find people that are literally five and six and seven years old. What the heck? Like, mm -hmm. that's crazy. And people in their teens. I mean, they're building YouTube channels and websites, and they're selling products and things. So, you know, the reality is, is anybody can do it. And naturally, I mean, if you're a little bit older with a little bit more experience, I think it's even easier. The next one, number four, I always ask, is this opportunity simple or complicated? The reality is, is there are some things that are very accessible, but sometimes it is very complicated to get it going. And it takes time and effort and all of these kind of things. And so I'm a big fan of simple, right? I love what Warren Buffett said once about making money. He said, making money is not like the Olympics. You don't get extra points for level of difficulty. And then he mm. pointed out that if there's a one inch hurdle, he said, we'll step over those all day. Thank you very much. So I think that's really important. We don't want complicated. Number five is, is it worth the effort? right? Like, will this opportunity give me the rewards that would give me not just an ROI, but an ROE, right? So I always kind of look at to see what the real return is. And also, to be quite frank, how quickly that return is going to arrive. So I think that that's important too. Number six for me is, will there be support to make the opportunity work? Because if I'm flying solo, it's very difficult to do. And um, sometimes if I don't know the answer, then I'm paralyzed and I'm stopped in my tracks. One of my early mentors said that wealth and business are team sports. And so we've got to understand that if we have support, we can succeed. But if we try and do it on our own, we're going to really get into trouble. The other thing I like is Steve Jobs once said that, you know, we don't hire smart people to tell them what to do. We hire smart people so they can tell us what to do. Mm -hmm. And so when we have a good team around us and good support, we can't help but succeed. Now, the last question that I often ask is, are there specific limits to this opportunity? In other words, is there a ceiling? And there are certain industries where, quite frankly, nobody in that industry is making seven figures. There's a limit. There's not enough customers or the marketplace or the pricing. And so am I going to spend a whole pile of effort to build something with limitations? And I might mention that money isn't the only measure of limitations. There's lots of things uh, even to explore my greatest possibility. Is there a limit that how much free time I'm going to get or the ability for me to you know, take this into new markets and travel? So I always want to know what those opportunities are. And now this is my plug again for entrepreneurship, but yeah. entrepreneurship passes every one of those seven. There are no limits. The, you know, they're, they're, it's easy. It's not complicated. You've got support. Uh, you know, the effort is always incredibly worth it if you build with the right business models and everything is accessible today. It's all here. And certainly now is the right time. And the one thing that I found with entrepreneurs is it definitely gives a sense of fulfillment because not only are you able to create financial freedom and time freedom and location freedom, but you're also able to create. That's an interesting idea, mm -hmm. right? Dreams and the vision that you have inside you is something that you can actually bring to total fruition. And I think that that's just one of the biggest gifts that entrepreneurship gives. That's fantastic. How do you how how do you set up your day for success? Because you you have to have a good running start in order to go. It's like taking off in an airplane. You have to have a good running start on the runway, or when you get to the end of the runway, you're not going to fly. Okay, so honestly, Brian, I don't agree with that. No. <laughs> Let me tell you what I mean. Okay, so you know what's interesting is there's a lot of 
uh, so-called gurus on the internet right now saying that to become successful in business, you need to hustle, you need to grind, you need to wake up early in the 5 a.m. club and stay up late and blah, 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 blah. But have you ever noticed that these imposters, they mm -hmm. tell you to work hard, but they never tell you what you should be doing? Yeah. Right? And that same thing with a lot of these personal development people say, you got to take massive action. Well, the reality is, is that just busy work. We want to mm -hmm. have a business, not a busyness. Right. And so I don't also agree with that taking massive action. I think you need to take deliberate action. Mm. And I think also with this idea of, you know, the exact things to do and also surround yourself with the right people who can support you with doing these things. You don't need to hustle and grind. You need to become a good leader. Now, here's the misconception for so many of these entrepreneurs that are so-called entrepreneurs is many of them are out there and they're really solopreneurs. They're trying to do everything themselves. Mm -hmm. The reality is, imagine, if you will, like a conductor of an orchestra. If you try to do everything yourself, that's also like trying to play all the instruments. You run over, you play the piano, you play the violin, you play the bass, you play the fill in the blank. Well, what kind of crappy song are you going to get if you're doing that? Mm -hmm. So. A real entrepreneur, they find the best people with the best advice, the best support, just like a conductor finds the best violinist, the best cello guy, the best flute guy, the best you fill in the blank, and they just conduct that. And so the biggest skill that I think an entrepreneur really needs to learn is how to assemble the best people to put him in the best position in the marketplace. It's not individuals that win, it's the best team that wins and the best team that can execute fast, and also the best idea, like of quality, right? And so I think that this is the biggest lesson that a lot of entrepreneurs need to, to learn how to do. So if you're asking what's my ideal day, it's funny, I've got a book coming out through Bambella Press later this year called The Six Minute Work Day. I literally manage a $14 million per year enterprise and passive income, and I generally work no more than six minutes a day. Now, the interesting thing is, is with our entrepreneur programs, I've got an incredible team that carries so much of the weight right? I don't have to do that. And that's kind of, again, what you need to be building as a company. You need, need to be able to build systems, which either comes again through delegation or automation. If you're a cog in the wheel, you're a clog in the wheel. So how do you do that? It's not something that's easy. It takes time, right? You mm -hmm. extricate yourself slowly. But the reality is, is most people have never had that experience. And that's one of the most valuable things that our, that our entrepreneur coaches can teach. How do you separate yourself? So, you know, it's kind of that old idea with the e-myth. How do you work on your business instead of in your business? Well, everybody says that, but I've rarely seen people that know how to do it, right? right. At least at the lower levels. And so this is kind of our mission is how do we help people really get what they started as their desires for an entrepreneur? Again, when you started as an entrepreneur, you wanted time freedom, money freedom, the ability to create, to share your vision. You wanted to explore who you were uh, and you wanted to be the one who's even got recognition for it. Right. Like mm -hmm. I think that's a, an important thing to recognize is you've created something amazing that's now affecting the world. I think you earn the recognition of it. But the problem is, is most entrepreneurs start that way, but because they don't know what the heck they're doing or they get the wrong business coach that's using traditional models, suddenly they find themselves as an employee more than a business owner. And that's, I, that's yeah. crazy. I love that. We've got about three minutes or so to the end. Why are people afraid to ask for what they want? <laughs> you know, I, I think a lot of people just don't even know what they want or know what's available. I think that's that's the reality. When I'm chatting with a lot of entrepreneurs, again, most of them put themselves in the position where they feel like if it's meant to be, it's up to me yeah. rather than 
I can get help with this. And there's other people that can step in and even do some of these jobs. And because we believe that everything's up to us, well, we don't ask for help. We just, you know, we don't even dream big. We just think this is all I can accomplish and do. But I want you to think about this for a minute. If you ever have seen someone at the Olympics accepting a gold medal or someone at the awards for the movies accepting that the Oscar or some other award or, you know, the music awards accepting an Emmy or a Grammy or any of these, you fill in the blank. The reality is, is it's one person that accepts the award, but you flip open the album cover on uh, a movie or a CD or anything, and you'll see that there's scores of names in the movie credit. There's tons of people who've run the cameras and written the screenplay and done the makeup and done the acting. So nobody ever succeeds by themselves. If you mm -hmm. want to be successful, yes, you can receive the accolades, but you definitely need to assemble the right people to help you. And that starts really with hiring somebody who understands what it means to truly be an entrepreneur. Traditional business coaches don't get it. They just don't get it. Absolutely. And as we wind down, the question I like to ask at the end, who inspires and motivates you? Wow, that's a great question. Um, how much time have you got? <laughs> uh, maybe about a minute. <laughs> the reality is, is uh, again, after having interviewed and spent time with more than 400 of the world's top achievers, and every day I've got people that I'm talking to, uh, you know, who are top, top business leaders. These are some of the most inspiring people to me, mm -hmm. right? Um, but I'll also take a different turn. I also look at my family and they're my reason why. And so I've got on two ends, I've got the business inspirations, but I've also got my emotional inspiration. And so I think it's important that people kind of find a balance between both. You'll have professional colleagues that'll push you further, but the re reality is, is you won't go anywhere unless you've got a reason why. Fantastic. And as we wind down, Doug, tell us once again, how can we reach out to you, tribe with you, vibe with you, and find out about your coaching program again? Yeah, just come and join us. And by the way, we've got a free gift at that certifiedentrepreneurcoach.com site. In fact, we've got a really cool book right now called The Best Opportunity. It's free. Come pick it up. Again, over at certifiedentrepreneurcoach.com. Doug, thank you so much for being here. Always fun to have you at the Success Profiles Radio with me. Thank you for having me, Brian. All right. And thanks to all of you for listening. This has been Success Profiles Radio. Please join us again every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern, where I interview another world-class achiever, learn what they overcame and what they achieved and how we can learn from their journey. Until next week, have a good one, everyone. Take care. Goodbye. Have a great week. Thank you for being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Each week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. We'll have guests that will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. For more on Brian and the show, check out his website, briankwright.com. If you've ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living, then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Join us again next week for more Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright.